Welcome to Crass, episode five. Ooh. What? Ooh. I've got it wrong. No. Hang on, let me do it again. Okay. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Crass, season five. Uh, five. God. Season oh, God. five. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Crass, series five, episode five. My name is Paul Austin. And my name is George Walsh. George, as mm-hmm. always, yep, like yep. to start the podcast with yep. a cheeky little question. It's Paul's question time! Paul's question time! Paul's question time! George? Yes? Paul's question time. What's the loudest fart you've ever heard in public? In public? Yeah. Um... I can think of one in private. I can't think of one in public. (laughs) (laughs) If it's in private, I don't want to know. Have you not like you not heard someone like do a real, real loud one? You live in Manchester. What's that? It's a big, busy city. I just think no, it's nothing to do with like the city itself. In the north, that's what you say. (laughs) No, no, no. Well, no, no. I'm just saying that, Mm. like, you know, in a big city, you're more likely to hear. Big loud uh, farts. Yeah, but if there's all the traffic noise and street that. noise, it's not a real statistic. It's not. No, made that. Of course, it's not. You've not. You've you've put the research in to that one clearly. No, well, all yeah. the street noise, traffic noise, pedestrian noise. I suppose so. You're not going to hear it, are you? No. No. And actually, come to think of it, I've actually never. I don't have an answer for this either because I haven't. No. So you see, you shot yourself in the foot with that question immediately, didn't you? What about in like a public in a toilet, like someone like in the cubicle next to you, sort of going? I can't, I can't say it's a vivid, vivid image. I can't say, um, yeah, I've experienced that. To be honest with you, I'm sorry, George. I feel like um, oh, oh shit. Uh, listeners, George has just hung up on me. Obviously, we do this via, well, I'm gonna try via the and phone. Reach Paul so again. Not as much delay. Uh, just, if we do it on like a <laughs> Skype, like we dead used air to jingle. He's calling me now. What happened there? Hello? What happened there? Hello. Hello. You're still not here, listeners. Can you hear me? I don't know what's going on? Hello. Hello. Hello? No, nothing. There's nothing, listeners. Hello? Hello? I, don't, I can still... I can't hear you. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Is it, hello, can you hear me? Clink, like a tick, then. But I'm right. still not hearing your voice. You can, oh. right, you can hear me, but it's not coming through my headphones. One sec. No, I can't hear you. Well, you heard that, so... I heard to... that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can hear you now as well. I don't know what. What's so your headphones broken? No, no. I. I it's. I don't know what happened. It just hung up for some reason. I can hear you. You okay? I right. can hear you now. You can hear me now. Wonderful. Good. Yeah. It just hung up. I'm not sure what happened there. Um, oh, weird. Yeah. Oh, well. But I'm still rolling. If you are, so. Yeah, I'm still rolling. Okay, well, uh, George. Got... Yes. Uh, Paul's question time. Um, you can't change the question. Who's your favourite travelling Wilbury? Well, the other one like it sunk like a stone, George. Who's your favourite travelling Wilbury? Favourite travelling Wilbury. I should probably say Bob Dildo because he turned eighty yesterday. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, it's tough, you know. It's tough because all the travelling Wilburys are good, aren't they? 
They're pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's not. There's not yeah, like a Roy, duff one. No, Roy, Roy Orbison. Jeff Lynn. Maybe Jeff Lynn. Jeff Lynn. Roy Orbison. I'd take Roy Jeff Lynn over Roy Orbison. He's the joking. Pretty Woman. Right, the entire ELO back catalogue over Pretty Woman. Fucking. Come on. You're having a laugh. You're having a laugh. You're having a laugh. Like, this is I'm... this is the end of Crass. This lesson. No fuck. No f off. It is not. You this would, isn't the end of Crass. You would take Roy Orbison over Jeff Lynne. The I legacy. Don't know. Of I don't know the him electric personally. Light Orchestra. Maybe it's because Roy. If, if you listen to Jeff Lynne's most recent album. Yeah, it's quite good. It's nice. I'm what about this that? Out. I like Jeff Lynne. <laughs> fuck off. You can't cut this out. That's censorship. I'm not I'm having not, it. Mate. I'm not having a go at ELO. I'm having a go at Jeff Lynne. What's wrong with Jeff Lynne? I just think he's a pillock. That's it. We're falling out now. Oh, come on, come off it, mate! Don't be. I'm like not that. having you slag. I'm not having you slagging off Jeff. Lynn. He is good. He is good. He's just, you know, I'm just. He is. No, he's unreal, good, mate. He is good, unreal. Mate. Come on, come on, come no. on. No, I'm not having this. Jeff, Lynn. Jeff Lynn's brilliant. Yeah, all right. No, he is. He's good. He's, he's a, dead he's down right. to earth. He's dead down to earth as well, <laughs> which is a wonderful thing. I'm not saying Roy Orbison wasn't. I'm just, you know. He's having a go at Orbison. I'm not having a go at Orbison. I just think he's the weak link. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd rather Come say on. there was no weak link than have this Orbison. This one's something like a stone pole. The fart question was fine. This one's... Really, no, this is well, torpedoed. <laughs> this is torpedoed a nine-year friendship. <laughs> one go. Look, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I know. This I get, get in touch if you think. No, don't get in touch. Don't get in touch. And that Jeff Lynn and DLO are fantastic, which they are. Our listeners are about fart. They listen to like Baby Shark. That's all no, they know. We've got listeners. We've got listeners from all over the world. DLO <laughs> joke. Who love the electric really good. light orchestra? Not having this. It's over. It's all over. It's over. Did that go well then, did it? That question for yeah, you. Did that go one... well? Have you got an answer for the fart one then? Have you got an answer for the fart one? No, I could answer it no. for you in private, but you put the kibosh on that, so we'll have to move on. George, it's uh, it's been a uh, it's been a weird sort of week. Mm. Uh, I think it's time for a, a, a little crass tomato catch-up. Yes. <laughs> Crass tomato ketchup. 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 Crass tomato ketchup with you. Right, well then, Paul, let's have a little crass tomato. Don't do the thing you normally. Fucking, it's the same every time. Peeled plum in a tin. Uh, tomato ketchup puree with you. Come on, I'll you wanted to you, do this bit. Do Come it. on. All right, I've, so I thought maybe you'd have something Come to on. say, but fine, Seconds I'll just count. launch into it. Fine. I've I'll got something to say. It. I've got something to say. Okay, no, go, go for it. Go, go for it. Go on then. This morning, I saw Giles yeah. Brandreth in Piccadilly Station. You're joking. He was, he was <laughs> what was going he doing? In, he, was, he was going in Pret-a-Manger. Um, was he? Yeah, presumably he was getting a, a hummus and chipotle wrap and a baby chino. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not interesting, but it's true. And we've been no. desperate. We've been desperate to talk about Brandreth on this podcast for years. That's true. So don't act what like that we... was rubbish, that bit. No, all right. No, I, I, is that it? Are we over? That's Are we it, over yeah. with Brandreth in Piccadilly? Yeah. So, Are you it's sure pandemic. that... I'm not going to go up to him and disrupt him. It's a pandemic. No, I suppose not. It was definitely Giles Brandreth. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, yeah, you don't sound very certain. It was, yeah, it was him. Yeah. What would he be doing in Manchester? 
Where do they film um, the one show? They film it in London, but they do film remotes, don't they? And obviously, yeah. I suppose so. What could, what sort of thing could he be covering in Manchester? Oh, cotton mills. <laughs> uh, he might be interviewing Bez from the Happy Mondays. It's loads be. of stuff. Loads of stuff he could be doing up here. That's true. Do you know what? I believe you, George. I believe it. I believe it was Charles. Brent. Definitely him. Definitely and I'm actually a bit him. disappointed you didn't go up to him, even in a pandemic. Well, you can't cause... hassle the man. He's getting his hummus and chipotle wrap. I can't intervene. <laughs> Is that what he likes? Yeah, he's a fucker yeah. for hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you know, I thought that. Mm. Well, that's nice. I mean, a bit short. Um, yeah, but we've dragged you know, it out long enough, though, haven't we? So, well, I mean, we've done it now. Yeah, sort of. Fair enough. Well, I've got a bit of news. Yep. Uh, obviously, I was working at um, at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. I'm now I'm now not working at McDonald's. Yeah. Um, for reasons that I can't go into. Mm. Um, all I'll say is, uh, if you're in uh, the the Droitwich McDonald's, uh, just off like just before you get to Webs, uh, don't have their new um, smokehouse chicken burger. No. Because you'll get mad diarrhea. Yeah. Um, I thought it might be because you knew where the bodies were buried now. Like you'd been in one-to-one with Ronald McDonald. If I knew where the bodies were, they wouldn't have sacked me. I wouldn't be here to do this podcast. No. They'd probably be be serving you up as a chicken burger in Droitwich McDonald's. You can't trust trust them, listeners. You can't trust them. I've got a little story now I'm not working there that I was going to tell you. Yeah. Um, This is a real story, by the way. I'm not making this one up. Uh, Is that a disclaimer? (laughs) If it doesn't have that at the start, it could be bollocks. (laughs) Well, obviously, the thing about, you know, don't have the chicken, but, you know, that's all bollocks. I just made that up on the fly if you couldn't. But, yeah, anyway, so uh, I was working there. I was working Mm. in McDonald's. Yep, yep. Uh, I was just doing the work, and I was on the chicken bit, like, making all the chicken. Mm. Uh, And I hear, like, people on the other side of the restaurant going, in the kitchen, sorry, on the other side of the kitchen, saying... (laughs) This is funny, funny smell in here. There's a real horrible smell. Right, it's coming from like all day. They're going, oh, where's this smell? Where's this smell? Oh, it's mm. over here as well. This horrible smell. And I can't smell anything. But later on, I go over to the side of the kitchen to I don't know, like make like McFlurries or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and and I, hit, I smell this smell, and I'm like, oh, this smells like sort of onion. It's like an onion smell. Mm. So I look at the little bag of uh, raw onion that they put on the uh, on the uh, what are they fucking call the big lads? Counter? Four pounders. Oh. <laughs> no, oh the, the onions counter. might have been on the counter. I don't know. No, you wouldn't have put them on the counter, would you? I'll be put, yeah, the I onions thought you meant the bag the of counter. onions would be on the counter. Yeah, the bag of... No, it's not even No, it's not even on the counter. It's on a little shelf. So, you know, you, you're not at all right. You're talking out of your arse. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't had a McJob before, have I? So, <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I'm winging so, it the, here. Every oh, conversation's a gamble, oh. Paul. Case I get the placement of the onions wrong. Jesus, oh, I'm sick of this. You put, so <laughs> the, the onions that you put on the quarter pounders, yeah, uh, they're like raw onions. And I mm. open the bag and I, I can already sort of, I can smell something rotten, something mm. bad. Yeah, uh, and I put, my, put, I grab like uh, just a little, like a little handful of onions, handfuls, mm. but like a few of them just between my fingers, and I yep, can yep. feel they're all sticky and slimy. Mm. And I'm like, this is what smells. It's your onions. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we've been using them all day. Yeah. And I'm like, well, just, uh, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say to you, mate. I don't know what to say to you. The yeah. onions are bad. And he's like, oh. You need to get rid. Sweep that. Sweep that under the rug. Sweep that under the rug. But if you went to that McDonald's and you got uh, ill. Yeah. That's why. Bad onions. I can't bad remember onions. what day it was. It was like months ago. <laughs> Bad About onions mess you up. Yeah, I I remember it's vaguely related. It's not even related at all to what you've been talking about. But um, I remember my uncle at his wedding anniversary. Him and my aunt's wedding anniversary. Do uh, the DJ put green onions on, and he said, "Oh, I love this raw onions, me." <laughs> Wasn't worth the build up. That was it. It was nice, though. It's a nice little insight yeah. into your life. 
Yeah. I think the listeners appreciate that. Do they? Do they? <laughs> Would I get aggressive? Go and tell us some I more know, about you. No, it's just Jeff Lynn. How can you not like Jeff Lynn? Oh God! He's I from your. We moved on. He's from your neck at woods. Yeah, well, no. maybe that's maybe that's why. Maybe there's a kind of resentment there about his He's success. The best person from Birmingham. I'm not from Birmingham. No, I know you're not, but he is. And for, all right, from the Midlands. He's the best Midlander. Britain's best Midlander, Jeff Lynn. 38 years running, I think. What? Why 38? I don't know. It's the first time he won it was 38 years ago. I don't know. I suppose. I know. What, what am I supposed to do? I'm not an expert on people all from right, the Midlands. Okay. I'm expert enough. You act like one. I'm expert enough to know. I've done the metric here. You're... The fifth most famous person from Worcester. Am I? That's pretty. Did you know good. that? Yeah. No. See, That's I'm not. Exciting, I'm not right? even. I won't be in the top ten thousand famous people from Manchester. No. You're, you're in the top five. Wow. Um, just, just behind Edward Elgar. Yeah. Uh, Edward Elgar's Le- fourth. What? Edward Elgar's what? He's fourth on the list. No, no. There are. Th- yeah, yeah. Edward Elgar's fourth on the list. There are three more people more famous from the, from Worcester than Edward Elgar. Yes, and I'm going to tell oh, you no. who they are. Um, okay. Joint second, so occupying second and third, are Lee okay. and Perrins of Worcestershire Sauce fame. Okay, yep, okay. And number that, one, yeah. the most famous person from Worcester Sean is... Sean Lloyd. Is... who? Uh, Sean Lloyd. Sean Lloyd. Who's Sean Lloyd? The weather. She was the weather presenter. She was that girl. Um, who was no? Who am I thinking of? The girl from cut this. Who's that girl <laughs> from the X Factor? Cher Lloyd. Cher Lloyd. It's not her. Oh, she <laughs> is more famous than I am, though. So no, she's not. She's not. Believe me. Um, no, the number one most famous person from Worcester is. Howard Brown off the Halifax adverts. Oh, is he from Worcester? He's from Worcester, yeah. Apparently. You're joking. Yeah. I would also put Cher Lloyd above me. I mean, I'm, no, I don't want to sound like I'm being humble, but like Cher Lloyd is probably more famous than I am. No, 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 no. So sixth. No. No, she's not from Worcester. So. She is from Worcester. No, she's not. She is. She's, no, she's not. I thought you right. You said you weren't an expert. So... I'm not an expert, but I've done the. I'm Come telling on. you, I can't. You're the, right, all right, you're up. the sixth, sixth I'm most famous person from Worcester. Isn't as funny as fifth. All right. Oh, actually, hang on. Cher Lloyd's actually from Malvern. Ah. Oh well, that's me. That's me <laughs> proved wrong. <laughs> when you say from, when you say from, what does how? What's the qualification for that? Do you mean they have to be born there? Or what I'm if not, they just sort of live there? Come on, I'm bit? not getting all you kip about it. Because Kit I'm Harrington, not, I'm from, not defining um, where people are from like that. Come on. Because well, what if? Because Kit Harrington, that's just petty and shallow and <laughs> childish to do that. I'm not doing that. That's what racists no, do. Yeah, but like as I'm saying, Kit Harrington from the, yeah. the Game of Thrones. Do you want to be? The... He went to my sixth form. Right. Do you want to be the fifth? Most famous person from Worcester, or don't you? Well, I do, but I also don't right, want to go right, round. Right, I don't right, want to go right, round. Right, right. I don't want. To, I don't want to go round to like pubs and say, "Oh, look at me! I'm the fifth most famous person well, from why Worcester." Why would you do that? And everyone's like bullshit, and they list off like a load of names, and I look like a right tit. Why would you? You'd look a right tit if you That's were. What you're trying the to fifth... get me to do. That's what you're if trying you to were... get me to no, do. No, 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 no. If you were legitimately the fifth most famous person from Worcester, and you went round all the pubs going, "Oh, well, actually, I'm the fifth most famous person from Worcester." People would think what a dick, anyway. So <laughs> even I even if it was factually accurate. Even if you were anyone who does that, factually accurate or not, is a prick, and it's not because of the factual accuracy of of what they're saying. It's the oh, look at me, look at me. I'm the f- I'm the fifth most famous person. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> You can't cut everything out that you think is going to cause Of course problems. I can. I'm editing it. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Look, I'm looking yeah. like an idiot for confusing Sean Lloyd with Cher Lloyd <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. saying all kinds of stupid things. And everything you say that staff gets cut out. So I look like I'm the thick one. <laughs>
Well, there's a sort of element of truth to that, isn't there, don't you think? Well, yeah, I'm not going to argue yeah. that, to be honest, George. I mean, I'll cut the Sean Share thing if you want me to. I mean, this is your Oh, call. yes, please. I'd appreciate that. Right. Okay, I will. I will. Thank you. What's next? Um, <laughs> what's next? That's a, that's a bit of a new one. I don't normally say what's next. That's a kind of end of the tether kind of next bit, isn't it? <laughs> but in the other way, not in a frustrated way, just in a... Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's chill. What's yeah. the situation here? What's next? <laughs> what's yeah. the situation? That's another one we could do. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's uh, time for you, George, to tell me what you've been watching this week. Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the um, the telly. Um, I haven't really been watching that much this week, to be honest with you, Paul. You're joking. But, but I know, yeah. Um, but about half an hour ago, I was just sort of flicking through the TV <laughs> channels, desperate oh, yeah. to talk about. And yeah, I yeah. caught a little bit of, uh, I don't know what it's called, Jason Manford's got a new quiz show. Yeah. Um, it's bound to be a winner, I'm sure. But one of the contestants on that quiz show was someone who some years back um, when I was working as a fashion videographer, I interviewed um, oh. because they were allegedly an influencer. Of course, they weren't yeah. an influencer and none <laughs> of the footage was used because it was terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, they popped up on Jason Manfred's oh, new question. Nice. So next week, I'm going to I'm gonna hopefully come back having seen it and then I can oh, well, that's a nice talk about it for next more. week. Yeah. Look forward so, to that, listeners. Yeah, it's, it's just too short notice, really, to go into any detail with them. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be next week, yeah? Yeah. Good. Just a little, this is a little tangent, George, and you might mm. think this sounds a bit a bit weird. But yep. don't you think that Jason Manford sounds like the name a serial killer would have? No, I don't. Not really. I don't know, I just get the vibe. No, come on. I, I'm not a big fan of Jason Manford's. I don't like this. I'm not saying him. he would. I just think the name the Jason name. Manford well, sounds like get, a sort of serial you've got killer Jason, name. You've got Jason from the Jason movies. Friday the 13th. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. It's all the same, isn't it? Halloween. It, 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 it's all the idiot. same thing. We're no good on a trivia it's quiz. With it's basically the quiz. same. It's basically the same, isn't it? Halloween and Friday the 13th. And yeah, I'm having a go. What's the one with the... You're right. What's the one with that burnt guy in the shed? What's that one? The burnt guy in the shed? Yeah. Um, There's that one I don't know. Well. I, We're all the I same can't movie. Think of, I can't think of a horror movie that's like... That were a what shed with the burnt in. guy in the shed? Well, there's a burnt guy. He's Freddy Krueger. He's got like big knife hands. But there's no shed in those movies. There's a shed. They keep him in a shed. Surely. There is. They don't keep him in a shed. I haven't seen these films, so maybe you're right. But whatever. They're I all am the right. same film. No, no yeah. there's no maybe about yeah. it. There's no yeah. shed in the, yeah. the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah, there's a shed. I'm sure somewhere at some point we'll find well, a shed, fine, and you'll be eating whatever. your words. I think. You, I think that could be cut down. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I like this whole Jason Manford tangent. I think it's based on not very much. Because <laughs> I was I saying know. it, I was saying it out loud, and his name doesn't sound like a serial killer. But I was no. just going with it. I was so running. You had to with admit it you were wrong, of... didn't you? Really? Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't. I'm sorry, Jason Manford, but your name doesn't sound. I think you're. You're not. I don't think you're very funny. I'm not a huge fan of Jason. He's all right. He's 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 all right. He's bullshit. I hate him. I hate him. Put him in the leaky boat with Jeff Lynn. (sighs) You'll be a captain of that particular boat if I have anything (laughs) to do with it, mate. Uh, Why don't you tell me what you've been watching this week then? We're putting the jingle in again. (laughs) 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 That pause was. Telling me what you've been watching this week. You tell them you saw it on the um, the telly. Well, George, uh, mm-hmm. I've mostly just sort of been watching. Uh, I've been watching Taskmaster. Yeah. I've been watching uh, Don't Tell the Bride. Did you ever watch Don't Tell the Bride? No. Why have you been it's watching great. Don't Tell the Bride? Because it's, it's great. It's fucking great. You it's just not, you don't it? get it. You don't get it. They're all First such twerks. They're all cut. such idiots. Yeah, but that's license fee funded. It's BBC, isn't it? Don't tell the bride. It's Channel just Four to... now. Channel Four now. Okay. Yeah. Fine then. Yeah. If they want to waste their money. That's fine. 
so fuck off. I mean, these are watching that on 4OD. 4OD. I've been watching a lot of 4OD recently. Not got any easier to use, has it, 4OD? No, it's still shit. Mm. Um, And the adverts are actually what I want to talk about. There's two adverts at the moment that are really getting on my tits. Things that get on my tits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jingling. Oh, on this Hearcrass podcast, we do have lots of bits. And here's another feature called... Things what get on me tits, yeah. Things what get on me tits. Uh, first advert, this is the one that has been annoying me for ages. It's a Domino's advert. Uh, yeah. And it's about this, basically there's this family, right? And this right. sort of put-upon dad is on his phone. Yeah. He's going, hey, who fancies a takeaway tonight? And all the family, there's like a... It's a bit like um, the Nicholas Lindhurst family. So that's it's that sort of arrangement, I guess. <laughs> From the WH Smith adverts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. imagine them not just played by like people, you know, sort of sh- like soap rejects rather than like an actual actor. Mm. Uh, I'd like the advert if it was with Nicholas Lindhurst, actually. Um, maybe that's something that Domino's could bear in mind. Uh, anyway, that's <laughs> by the by. So uh, this dad comes in. He's like, "Who fancies a takeaway?" And the son, who's like, sort of, he's quite sort of, uh, got this hangdog look, and he's like playing a video game. He's like, yeah, go on then. And the daughter, she's like on her phone. She's like an Instagram influencer. She's like, yeah, all right. And the mum's, <laughs> the mum's like, yeah, okay. She's like reading a newspaper, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the dad's like, um, what's he say? He says Thai, and the the son goes too spicy. And uh, he says, and then the dad says, ooh, Himalayan herring. Now, here's where the problems start, because that is shit. That well, can is I shit tell you where the problems start? Bullshit. Go for it. Go ahead. I'll tell you where the problems start. You whinging about this and setting the scene and describing it is actually more infuriating than just watching it. <laughs> <rather> than... <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give you the feeling, the feeling get, that it gives right, me. Okay, carry on, carry on, carry on. He says, on. Himalayan herring. You wouldn't get herring in the Himalayas because there's no, like, fucking sea. Fucking dick. Uh, and also, it's just it's, it's vaguely racist, isn't it? It's like the idea that, oh, who would ever want herring from the Himalayas? <clears throat> Have a pizza instead. Uh, and well, anyway, I, what happens then? I, I, said, I just, no, 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 no. What are you going to say? No, go, no, 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 no. Fine. <laughs> I just, all I wanted to say, at risk of sounding like a pizza racist, is that... Crass gets cancelled. No, you said... <laughs> You said they don't have herring in the Himalayas. Yeah. Right. So obviously eating Himalayan herring. If they don't have herring in the Himalayas. Yeah. You're not necessarily going to want herring from the Himalayas if there's no place to get herring in the Himalayas. So is it racist is my question. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just asking the question. Okay. I think it is because of what happens next in the advert. Okay. What happens okay. next in the advert? What happens next in the advert is a little bit unbelievable. Uh, so strap yourself in. You're going to have to suspend your disbelief. But the dad shows up, right? Yeah. The door opens and the dad is there and he's all burned. Mm. Uh, and he's like, stop. And he's like, I'm from the future. He doesn't say he's from the future. It's implied. Yeah. Uh, stop. If you do that, the food's going to arrive. And I know, the fucking the thing is, I know this fucking advert off by heart because I've seen it <laughs> so many fucking times. He comes in. Yep. Stop. If you do that, the food's going to arrive. The portions will be tiny. That's a cliche about fucking foreign food, isn't it? This foreign food is all small portions. And he says, the prices will be like really high. I don't know it that off by heart. I don't think he says that. And like, oh no, no, that's it. The wife goes, how much? That's another cliche. Oh, this foreign food is all really expensive. Let's get a pizza. And uh, all the family, they're like, oh, it's expensive. It's not very nice. It's too small. Um, and they all go out to the dad, leave. They cast him out of the house, which is mm. what would happen, isn't it? That would happen. Yeah. yeah. Out. So the yeah. dad is in like the garden, and it's like stormy weather, and he's trying to put up a tent, and he gets struck by lightning. Um, and that's how, And there's no actual explanation for the time travel. Mm. There's no, at no point in the advert does he build a time machine and go back in time. It's just like you have to believe got- he just did that. You know, because they've got 30 seconds here, haven't they, to tell you, buy a pizza from us. So, I mean, how could they leave something like 
the uh, actual process and mechanics of the time travel out. Ugh, ugh, idiots. Or they could just not include the fucking time travel. They could just have that happen in the advert. Well, they're trying and then he to comes say, back in and pizza. says, I'm getting a Domino's. I don't see the point of the time travel element. To sort of say, don't do that. It's a mistake. Get a pizza. Well, that'd be... F- I mean, yeah, or just someone could... Co- anyway, he goes, Plus, okay, I won't do this that. This is rich coming pizza. from someone like It'll- you who's moaned oh. about... You've moaned about food being too expensive before. You've moaned about portions <laughs> not being enough. That's if I had... Go on, name a time I've done that. Well, I haven't got like the receipt. I haven't kept the receipt. I haven't got the dates. No, but you do, you've done that at uni. You've go. done that. You've done that. Of course you Anyway! Are. You're a food racist just as much as Domino's pizza, <laughs> are, if, if you want my opinion. But I don't think it's Eddie. the most egregious thing I've ever heard. I still think I'm not those, done. It's not finished yet. It's not finished. Those the Italian puppets. The puppets. Oh. The Italian puppets from the Dolmio ads were, were more offensive. I don't like them either, but these are new adverts I'm telling you about. You know about them. The meerkats. Anyway, the advert. Right. And the advert isn't finished. What happens then is the dad, he, he, the dad, the, the dad who's not from the future, he says, right. I'm getting dominoes, therefore creating a paradox. Because he never, he never ordered the Himalayan herring to go back in time and tell himself not to order the Himalayan herring. And do you know what? He hate... just gets a dominoes, and the world doesn't explode. The whole, hate... whole of time should rip apart, and it doesn't. I hate sci-fi fans because they pull this exact. <laughs> not... It's not bullshit. sci-fi. It's science. It's, an it's just science, George. It's just science. It's an advert for pizza. Come on. And what do you mean it's not sci-fi, it's science? Oh, we've, yeah, we've been time-travelling for years, science. haven't we? It's not a there's rocket no, ship. There's no <laughs> science that says if you time-travel and create a paradox, the it's whole not world sci-fi. will rip It's only sci-fi out. if there's a rocket. Sci-fi if there's like a spaceship bullshit. or a rocket, that's sci-fi. It's just a load of science fiction, time-travel, nerd-cubed bullshit. I'm not fucking interested. <laughs> Anyway, that is that. Advert. I've got another fucking advert to cover. It's an advert uh... for Burger King. <laughs> anyway, this Burger King advert, right? There's this woman who's like supposed to be a bit like um, uh, the that the the, <laughs> the character Sorry. from uh, this country played by uh, Daisy May Cooper. I can't yeah. remember the character's name. Yeah, she's yeah. like I've that seen sort of these... character. I've seen both of these adverts, Paul. Go on. Oh, for fuck's sake! I didn't. Well, you didn't say anything. I've you watched must, stuff You on must agree they're annoying. They're you must annoying, agree they're yeah. annoying. They're annoying, oh, yeah. Devil's advocate. I've then. watched stuff on 4OD. And she's I like... Watched, I watched Pavel Pavlovsky's Ida last night on 4OD. And I was annoyed that there were adverts in the middle of that. <laughs> for pizza. Or for Simon Bird's new stand-up comedy special that I'm never going to fucking watch. I've not seen that advert. Fucking hell. Anyway, I've got to tell the listeners about this Burger King advert. They don't watch real get it telly. out of the way. <sighs> she, this woman is in Burger King, and she's like with her friend, and she says, "You know that, you know that uh, smoky flavour that's on a Big Mac, and what's it fucking called? Whopper? On a whopper, you know that smoke, you know that smoke. All right, you know that smoky flavour that's on a Whopper." And her friend, <laughs> her friend is like, "Yeah." She's like, "That's not real. That is, that's, that's not real." And smoke they, that is. And the friend's like, "Yeah, it is." Her friend's like, "Yes, it is." Her friend is like, "That's the bit that always gets me." Her friend is like, "Yes, it is." Her friend's like a furious Burger King fucking, like, supporter. Yes, it is! It is real smoke! It is real smoke! And she's like, no, it's not. It's They dip it in its own little smoky beef bath, liquid smoke. You get it online on the computer. I hate her. And then Tim Key comes at the end, fucking, and says, oh, Burger King, buy Burger King. Don't get, don't rope Tim Key in and start slagging him. I'm not having a go. I'm not having he's a go. I know he's got bills to pay in a pandemic. But, like, it's just an extra layer of irritation. Why? Because you like Tim Key and you don't want him to be doing this. Yes. I think um, Cabin Fever is well and truly That was meant to you, be a quick... I'm not even finished. I've not, even, I've not even got onto the Borat videos I've been watching on YouTube. I had loads of stuff for telling me what you've been watching this week. And we've spent so long on that fucking... There's two adverts that everyone's probably already seen. Can I just say, though, can I just make one last point before you move on to yes. the Borat videos? I'm not covering the Borat videos. You are covering them. We're going to cover I them. I don't want to. They're We're really covering not. them. I just want to make the point. This is the clearest evidence that this pandemic has finally got to you because you've been locked in, just trapped. When you're not working at McDonald's, the rest of your time is spent 
locked into this kind of 4OD bullshit, don't tell the bride bollocks kind of world where you have to sit and watch pizza adverts and Burger King adverts. And yes, it's going to get to you, but we're all in the same boat. I know, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, Paul. I just... Anyway, I've been watching these this guy's Borat videos <laughs> that he's been making. I'm just going to send you the video, George, so you can watch it. Oh, I've got to watch a video now. Borat video. But, you know, he's got a lot of these videos, and I've been watching yep. uh, a few of them where he dresses up as... Are you familiar? Do you know Borat? No, I've been living under a rock for my whole (laughs) life. I just thought I'd explain it. I've got to watch this on air now. Yeah. I'm not putting this in. It's shit. (laughs) You've got to put put the whole thing in. That is more insufferable than, (laughs) than the real Borat. And I hate Borat. It's not. I thought it was a really good impression. And it's a funny little story about... I mean, I don't remember Borat having, like, a gun or shooting it's people. It's not funny. But... You find but... that funny. <laughs> I'm in a comedy partnership with a person who finds that funny, listeners. Imagine that. <laughs> just, Imagine I'm that. I just think it's nice. He's having a go. He's having a go, this guy. Mm. You know, give him a break. There's a comment in the in the comments from Killerslev. Mm. Uh, very nice. Great success. Oh, are you supposed to says. read that in a Borat voice when, when it says that? Very nice. Great success. I oh, oh you were. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were actually reading that in a Borat voice then. All right. God, I'm not as good as this guy, am I? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, that guy wasn't not any John good. John Sessions. They weren't <laughs> any good. John Sessions. <laughs> I did a little. I, put, I, I gave him a little comment as well. Hmm. If you want to have a look. I've got to go and open the video again now. Listeners. Oh, for f- I don't know why you closed it. I thought you'd want to watch well, because it. Because anyway, it was getting like on my tits. That's why I closed it. He's the called Squidgy Silver, hell. listeners. And he does this, and he does videos about Mario Kart. And I think uh, I think you should all oh, check him well out. Funny Give him some support. You've, you've just got support. yourself a new subscriber, my wife. That's really funny. I'm a bit, that, my wife, because that's what Borat says. My Tearing wife. it up, I'm, baby. I do think it sounds a bit too much like my wife is like the new subscriber. And that has just hit me. Who is Squidgy Silver? Is this someone you know? Are you trying to... Is this a promo for someone you know? <laughs> this has got 604 views, boy, at eight Domino's. <laughs> so it's good. this is someone you know, isn't it? Conrad. No, I don't. I genuinely Conrad. don't. I genuinely don't. See, when I do this, it... listeners, it's like... It's school <laughs> kids who play old sort of BBC art program music on... The vibraphone. And when Paul does it, it's some pillock. My wife. Going, Domino's pizza, my wife. Like that. That's supposed to be funny. I don't know. Jesus Christ. I'm talking to the listeners like they're all on my side. <laughs> That's when the he problem. Dre- <laughs> he dresses up as Borat, this guy, right? He puts on, like... He doesn't wear, like, Borat suit. He just wears, like, a shirt and tie. And he puts, um... Fucking, what are those glasses that they had in Top Gun? What are they called? Those reflective uh, sunglasses? Aviators. Aviators. Aviators sunglasses. (laughs) It's fun. I think it's sweet. He's having a go. Don't go go and bully him, listeners, because I know what you're fucking like. Don't go and bully him. Be nice to the guy. Give him some support. Anyway, that's my. T- I wasn't going to do that bit because the adverts lasted so long. But you heard, listeners. He made me do it. I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. Don't understand. Don't get the appeal. What's that's, anyway? That's what's the situation? What you've been watching this week. What's the situation here, Paul? What's next? <laughs> Well, George, last week I gave you a, a bit of a, a challenge as yeah. part of our our brilliant new feature, Crash Eighty Six, that mm. um, that really works. Yeah, I don't really um, see why there has to be a challenge element to this feature. All right, no, it wasn't a challenge. It wasn't a challenge. It was just it was part of the thing we were supposed to watch. Listeners, if you aren't aware of Crash Eighty Six, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, it's the feature where we watch the same thing and then like. Talk about well, just the, the should, we not have the, should we not have the, the jingle week? at some point? Oh, put the jingle in there. Right, we'll put it in now. Oh, 
So it's like, you know, it's like film 86. We talk about something that we've watched a film. And I told you, George, to watch Yesterday. Uh, Have you watched Yesterday? No. Of course I've not. Right. But I will say something here. Yeah. We've had a lot of crass correspondence about this. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I told the listeners, email in and tell George to watch Yesterday. And I don't think we've ever had as much correspondence. Stop the presses! I don't believe it! Stop the bloody presses! Express correspondence! Yeah, well, I think there's As a reason for that, isn't there? This week. There's a reason for that. So they hate you, they hate you, they hate you. The listeners well, hate you. Well, the listeners have turned against me, haven't they? For more oh, than really? three years, there's been peace. We've all had it sweet. I've done every single one of you listeners favours in the past. I've cut loads of dreck out for your benefits. I've treated you lot well even when you was out of order, right? <laughs> well, now there's been an eruption. All the Postin Mafia have been in touch to try and press gang me into watching this filth. And I'm not happy about it. Do you want to explain yourself, sunshine? <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. <laughs> What, are you, oh, are right. you doing taxi well... driver now, are you? <laughs> you? Funny guy. Funny how? Funny like a clown? Come on. <laughs> Look, we're going to need a bigger boat. Listen, no. Um, I All right, maybe. Okay, you've maybe been, I did say You've been say putting say stuff on out on Twitter, haven't you? I oh, did please, say on Twitter. Please fuck George over by emailing in. <laughs> Do you want to read some of the correspondence we had? Yeah, let's find some of these emails, which I've collated into a little folder entitled, Oh, watch yesterday, please, 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 please. <laughs> we've had one from we've had one from Heidi Rose, who's been in touch to say, watch yesterday. Yeah. Um, which uh, they reckon is a test of my integrity if I watch this film. No, it's not. It's a test of my patience, Heidi. That's what correct. It is. Uh, Dan yep. Archer, your mate, who's been yep. slagging you off for years, says, hi, Back watch again. yesterday, do it. Danny Boyle, they've just put at the end. Um, <laughs> don't know why. I've said get. I, I replied to these. I, I, I said to. I said it's to funny, Heidi. Isn't it? He's saying like, oh, it's like Danny Boyle is emailed in. Like, oh, is that what it's supposed to be? But it says Dan yes. Archer oh, you at the know top it's of the email. To be doesn't that. It? You're just being fucking. So I suppose, plus I've met Danny Boyle actually. My worst nightmare oh. in the days leading up to meeting Danny Boyle was that he's going to stop and ask. So what did you think <laughs> of me films? But he didn't do that because he's not awful. Um, but he did yeah, yesterday. It does say, yeah, it doesn't make him like, you know, it doesn't make him like, um, what's the guy, the Simply Red guy? Mick Hucknall. He's not as bad as Mick, Mick Hucknall. Yeah. No. My mom, in the 80s, my mum said she was in a, in a bar. God, and Mick Hucknall, and then Mick Hucknall. Mick Hucknall came in and put Holding Back the Years on on the jukebox. He put his own <laughs> record on. <laughs> That might be libel. It's not libel, it's true. Um, Dan oh, Archer okay, emailed right. in, allegedly from Danny, but yeah, because they put still Danny Boyle here, which I I, I didn't get. Uh, I replied to these emails. I put give over. Um, yeah. I'm not watching it. So, Heidi, I think I said leave it out, will you? Um, still hard fucking listeners. Fucking... Aaron Fitzgerald emails to say, I need you to do this. Watch yesterday, please. Uh, Let's look at listen to that. What, to which I've just replied. I've just replied, nah, because I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. We even who you're dealing with. We've even had one. We've even had an email here from from Mia Farrow or Clyde Barrow or something like that. Just pathetically, <laughs> pathetically pleading with me to watch yesterday, um, which was then followed up the next day with one that just said "fuck you," uh, which I think is uncalled <laughs> for. Don't you? Don't you think that's uncalled for? Maybe don't a you, little bit. I don't you think that's a little bit uncalled for? I was reminded, actually, I'm reminded of a discussion. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who it was. We had. I'm reminded of a conversation we had about listeners' emails. Yeah. I can't remember if it was on air or not. We said it on Crass. <laughs> but we did say that most Crass correspondence consisted of quite desperate people attempting to be <laughs> funny enough to be included on the podcast. Going, oh, look at me, I'm funny, I'm provocative, please include me, please. <sighs> Like that. Um, but it's worked, hasn't it, uh, Clyde? It's worked. You've, you've got on the show. You've got your little <laughs> shout-out, haven't you? So well done. Well done for that one. 
pathetic. That one doesn't count, as far as I'm concerned. That, that's got a bad attitude. That request. That doesn't count. Right. I mean, but the other know. ones do. The other ones count because they're just no, they're they like don't. actual genuine pleas. Well, yeah, are they? No, they're not. They weren't of abusive. They are. This this one from Ronan Farrow was abusive. All the other ones were fine. And oh. um, but I, I don't want to dwell on it. It's a low effort email, isn't it? Fuck you. It's a really low effort email. It's not like previous attacks on the show. We've had we've had some sterling attacks on this show, <laughs> like Rod Syringe. We've not had it. He's not yeah. been in touch. Rod no. Syringe's not been in touch. What's up? What's the matter, Syringe? Got the needle. <laughs> Is there any, anything else to discuss? I'm not watching the film. It's, it looks dreadful. Oh, f- anything else? Well, no. Well, what do we do? Where do we go from here? Is that, are we just, is that it for well, Crash 86? Well, I'll tell you something. The Postin Mafia. <laughs> I've shit them. Yes, no, no, Crash eighty six next week. Listen, I'm not watching yesterday. No matter how don't many watch times, it then. fine, fine. I can't believe don't we had all those emails over the last week. You're happy to let down the listeners of this show. I'm only letting supporters. down. I'm only letting down you're... these people. Who cares about these people? If I let down some real people, you're, you're happy to let down the listeners of this show, and I think that is all of them. And I think, I think there's a few people there who aren't listeners. <laughs> um, let's face it. Um, they've just Almost emailed certainly. in because they want to inflict pain on a stranger. Almost um, certainly. If you want to, if you want to let them down, then that's fine. You let them down. Fine. I'm. I you can live with live myself. Yourself. You've got to live with yourself, mate. Yeah, I can. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> George, um, you look like you've got a poem. Um, yeah. Why don't you have a sit down in the poetry corner and read it out for us? <laughs> That's a great introduction you've given me there, Paul. I'll do. Uh, I did have a poem prepared for this week entitled "I Want to Smash My Amazon Fire Stick," but uh, it's right. another it's another angry one. And I think after last week's <laughs> angry poem and just the preceding feature we've just had, I thought the yeah. best thing to do would be to compose something passive aggressive instead. Okay. Um, so what I've actually written is a pastiche on the kind of poetry. Uh, that students tend to write usually. I see. Uh, you know, poetry is supposed to be all edgy and cool, but it's just embarrassing. Yeah, I you know, know the sort stuff. Of poetry, like, like Skins is like that as a TV show. <laughs> sort of the poetry. Skins were poetry. The poetry the skins were poetry. of Skins. This is the sort of poem yeah. it would be. Yeah. It's the sort of poorly written poetry that 114 Discriminator almost certainly used to write. <laughs> back when he didn't put all of his energy into fetishizing and sexually harassing transgender Twitter users in 240 Google-translated characters or less, the chasing <laughs> bastard. But, um, yeah, I th- so I've written a poem. It's entitled, I, the, it's entitled The Kind of Poetry I Can't Stand, but it could also be... Do you know when poems use the first line as a title? Do you know when they've not got yeah, a title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would they've be... They've not got an idea, so they just, yeah. Yeah, so this, this is also known as My Fingertips Would Finger by George okay. Walsh, writing as the kind of art student that I couldn't stand. My fingertips would finger the buttonholes of my favourite childhood coat, or they would have done, but mine had a zip. And I'm back in a rain-soaked council house, the smell of baked beans and burnt toast wafting in from the kitchen. It's tea time again. I'd struggle to savour the flavours. Lifetimes between swallows comes with experience or age. And now I'm fingering <laughs> the placky bag that contains my next ascension to the peak of a snowy mountain top. My coffee table like a relief map of the Alps until I hit the slopes from summit to gully. My nasal vac turns those Alps into mesas. These are drug references, by the way. And if I don't <laughs> blow it with the blow, it'll be time for beans again. One hopes. Well, listeners, if you think that's like your poetry, uh, email some <laughs> in, and maybe we'll read it out on air. Um, no, 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 no. Crass, 
Crass will not be a platform for other poets and other poetry. Why not? What's wrong with that? Because it's an outlet for me and my work. Oh, for fuck's sake! You're so you're oh, so you wanna, selfish. You want to do? A, well, no. If you want to do a poem, Paul, we'll we'll put that on the show. But well, no, I can't really do poetry because I think I'm above it. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, it's a plebs art form, isn't it? Poetry, I forgot. Yeah, but like the sort of people who like might listen to this show might be able to do some poetry. So like, I thought we could just—it might be nice no, for us to people, read some out. You the know, people who listen to the show think they can do some poetry. In fact, at least one person on this show thinks they can do poetry and they can't. So I mean, yeah, if you listen, join in as look, well, that might be. Too actually, many. I'm saying that, but like, if I, if any of our listeners do email stuff mm. in, it'll just be like hateful stuff, like oh, Paul and George are cunts. Or like, yeah. oh, Paul and George bummed each other behind the bike sheds or whatever. Yeah, I mean, sort of homophobic, definitely hateful listeners. If Clarence Darrow emails in again, that's kind of <laughs> shit I expect, really. Just hate, yeah, so, hateful, so maybe low effort, hateful, attention-seeking nonsense. But if you've got some nice poetry, maybe no, I'll keep read it, it out. yourself. Under... Go to a <sighs> poetry night or something, or send it to Faber and Faber. Just don't send it to us. I'm not interested. I'm not interested well, you know, in anyone else's poetry. Only my own. You follow your heart, listeners. You do what you feel is right. That's what I say. <laughs> anyway, well done, George. It was a very good poem. It was a very nice poem. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, well done. Well done. I'd be B plus. I'd say. Well, well, it's, um, well, hang on. Wait. Whoa. It is what? the. It's a pastiche on poetry I hate. So it's it's. I've put right, yeah, I've yeah, put yeah. effort yeah, into yeah, making yeah. something that I wouldn't consider great poetry. Okay. Okay. Just to be clear. Do you think I should? Do you want me to start um, giving the poems grades? No. No. B, B, B minus. I say no, and they give me a grade. <laughs> anyway, listeners, uh, thanks for joining us this week. Mm. Um, uh, take care. Yeah. Have a good one. Um, see you around. Um, you can find us on Twitter at the Crass Podcast. I'm also on Twitter at Bumbledown. The Bumble Dune, Bumble, Bumble Get Dune, the Twitter handle Bumble. right. It's only been D-O-O-N. your, it's they only know been it by your now. Twitter social media handle for how many years? Ages. Still doesn't know it. Bumble Dune, Bumble D-O-O-N. Um, and you can email us as well. Email yeah. your poems Crass to us. Podcast. At... Not poems, though. Crasspodcast at gmail.com. No poems and no asking me to watch a terrible movie. Follow your heart. Do what you feel is right. Anyway, see you, listeners. Bye, George. Bye. 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 Bye.